Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. I was talking to a buddy yesterday. He asked me to uh, send a photo. I was having some issues with my uh, faucet. So our old friend uh, Ryan Rainthorpe from uh, uh, Rocket Block, he's a plumber. So I, I said, I got this issue. I'm trying to fix this thing. And so he, uh, he says, well, send me a photo. So I get home. I take a picture. I send it to him. He gets back to me. He says, how do you get home so quick? <laughs> I said, I not only got home, I sat on the can and then took the photo. I said, COVID has its benefits. Yes. Yes. It's the one thing that I'm, I, I must admit, it's the one thing I know is going to drive me crazy when this is all said and done. Oh, we get dragged into a meeting. Meetings again. <laughs> the fact that I can be home, I can hit the final song and be home before it ends. Right. In the house, pants down around my knees. It is a rock morning. Only 9%, so I didn't think this number would be so low, only 9% of people who've worked remotely during the pandemic say they want to go back to the office full-time when it's safe again. Only 9%. Wow. Yeah, you'd think there'd be a few more people who are just missing that you yeah. know, social environment. Mind you, offices always just feel uh, like a drag sometimes. Like yeah. we, you know, I, I'm sure those who want to go back will complain about it when they're back very quickly. Half say they want a mix of remote work and office mm-hmm. time. I can see that coming, uh, especially when there's certain companies, I, I'm sure, that are, are saying, boy, we seem to have no loss in productivity, and yet you know, we don't need to rent all this office space mm. for it. I, I can see companies not wanting completely virtual workforces just because eh, they do want to keep tabs on people or at least have them come in every now and then. But I could see a Monday, Wednesday, Friday kind of work environment. Two school board members in a town in Northern California had their property vandalized last week, including a note that said, bring kids back. The problem with the note was it was spelled, they spelled bring with two G's and spelled back with two C's. So it looks like the kids are the only people in town who need to go back to school. Uh, A professor at a college in California uh, has been put on leave, and rightfully so, after a video was released of him berating a student for not listening to him. The student's hard of hearing. Oh, no. And even after she reminded him of that, and other students reminded him of that, he kept going after her for not listening. Wow. Yeah. We mentioned this uh, earlier. There's a 105-year-old woman who beat COVID. She says her secret to living a long life and surviving the pandemic are prayer, no junk food, and eating nine gin-soaked raisins every day. (laughs) Only nine? Like, specifically nine? Has to be nine. (laughs) I don't like raisins. I don't like gin. So I mean, they probably changed those to prunes on her years ago. <laughs> <laughs> She's, that's just a really big raisin. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, I'd rather tap out now than have to eat uh, raisins and soaked in gin every day. And no fast food. No, right. Oh, come that's on. No way to live. I don't even want the prayer. I'm crying out loud. <laughs> a woman in Kentucky got a tattoo last March, March fourth. Okay. And uh, it says courageously and radically refuse to wear a mask. Now, I, I don't know what or why, Yeah. but this was pre-COVID, so she meant it metaphorically. I guess it was just at the very start of things. Yeah, maybe. And then the pandemic happened. And once anti-maskers became a thing, she says she spent the entire year wearing long sleeves to keep the tattoo covered up. But why would you get that tattoo in the first place, I then? Don't, I don't know. I mean, if you're courageously and bravely? Uh, radically refuse. Radically? Yeah. I guess you're not that radical if you refuse to show it afterwards. She's rad. Yeah, I don't know. 
60% of people say they'd take a pay cut if it meant the place they worked at took better measures to stay safe and protect them from COVID. Certainly, oh. you see that. Like, I mean, I know in warehouses out in the uh, West End in Peel, this is one of the reasons why they've had a lot of outbreaks. Uh, I know in the States, there was like crazy stories of meat packing plants that were having lots of outbreaks because everybody's all crammed together working on the line. But 60% of people said they would take a cut? Yeah, to take a pay cut. I, how much of a pay cut? I don't know. I mean... I'm not, you know, I hate paying the $2 into the group committee here <laughs> right. for, the, for the parties we never had. By the way, can we have that back? That two bucks a month that's gone to nothing? I think that goes into wipes now. Oh, is that what it is? Okay, let's go with that. Uh, a landlord in Chicago, uh, he was not happy. He couldn't, I guess, get the rent out of his tenants. So he decided to uh, to handle it in his own way. He tied up his two tenants on Sunday, put pillowcases on their heads, drove them at gunpoint to a cemetery, and dumped them in the snow. Wow. Yeah, that's extreme. Yeah. Uh, Not cool. No. But I will say this, though. I mean, you know, if the rule is you can't evict, uh, you know, and a good rule, because they shouldn't be taking advantage of people at, at this time. Right. But you have to imagine there's probably on the other end of things people taking advantage of the fact that they can't be removed. Right. Oh, sure. Like you've got some bad tenants around to begin with, and you give them the benefit that they can't be evicted, mm. even if they don't pay. It must be just a slum. You drag somebody into a cemetery with a pillowcase over their head at gunpoint, <laughs> I'm going to suggest they weren't the best tenants ever. Well, yesterday I tried to man up and do some manly stuff around the house, and once again it fell apart in disarray. <laughs> What were you trying Even to do? Even a little task. So we have this, uh, our faucet in the uh, kitchen has one of those pull-down heads that has the button on it for either spray or straight uh, stream. Yes. And uh, the buttons are broken, so it, it'll get stuck in the spray position or whatever. And so we've been meaning to uh, to swap it out. But we didn't know if we had to replace the whole faucet or just the head. And then so Maria was messing around with it because I wouldn't touch it. And she figured out that, yeah, yeah, it just unscrews and you can, you can get a, uh, a new head for it, a replacement head. So I know that with some faucets, uh, like Moen and others, it's uh, free replaceable parts for, for a lifetime. But, mm. of course, this isn't a Moen. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's, it's a Moen knockoff. <laughs> Moana. That's right. It's a Woen. <laughs> The M's um, upside down. Right. So, uh, so anyhow, <laughs> just moan. That's right. Well, <laughs> this is what I, it is. This is what it is. So you would think, how hard is this, right? So Maria unscrews. She goes, oh, it just unscrews, and you can. So I go off to the store. I ask the guy in the store, hey, do you sell these replaceable heads? He goes, well, yeah, we we do. He said, but you should probably really uh, reach out to the manufacturer. That maybe they will uh, they'll send you the replacement piece. I said, ah, that seems like a lot of effort. So. He directed me to where the replacement ones were. I find them. I get the one I, 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 I believe I need. I get it home. It's got an adapter. So you, he's got like three or four different adapters for different sizes. Right. right. So I screw in the one. Fits nice and tight. I try it on the other end of the tap, the pull-out line. It fits nice and tight. I go, boom, boom, boom. This is easy peasy. It'll be fixed in a second. I screw it all in, put it all together, turn on the water. It sprays everywhere like Niagara Falls. <laughs> So I take it all apart, and I step one it. I go, okay, let's turn on the water with nothing. It comes out fine. I screw in the adapter, turn on the water, comes out fine. I screw in the head, turn on the water, sprays everywhere. 
So I reach out to our old Rock Your Block friend, Ryan Rainthorpe, the plumber, right? Right, yes. I text him. I go, here's what I'm doing. What do I need? He goes, oh, you need washers or O-rings probably inside of it. So I go, okay. So off to the store I go. I, I don't know what size O-ring I need. So I find this universal. It's a bag of O-rings, basically. <laughs> okay. And it's like the top 10. Like, for, it's, it's, it's 10 different sizes of O-rings. says it's the most popular sizes. Right, yes. Basically, the odds are one of these O-rings is going to fit. <laughs> so none of them fit. Now I've got water everywhere, O-rings all over the place. <laughs> It's a challenger disaster right. all over again. So, that's right. So I have to text uh, Ryan again, and I think now I've convinced him just to come over and fix my problem. <laughs> so it's good to have a plumber in the back pocket. Right. Unbelievable. You know, you would think something like that. And I knew going in. I said to myself, I said, self, be positive about this. But I just knew in the back of my head, this isn't going to work out. This, I'm going to go buy this new head. It should just simply screw on and back to normal. Mm -hmm. I just knew. I had to replace light bulbs in my fridge. That was a challenge. (laughs) (laughs) This is where you need to just take the whole thing off and take it back into the store and go help. Yeah, no, I know. Well, this is why we have, uh, or at least I do, I have these people like Ryan and others, professionals, Mm. on the line at all times. To come and fix something that a 12-year-old should be able to do. <laughs> Although I will say Maria messed around with it as well herself, and she couldn't figure it out. So, you know, usually she's good to fix these things. Right. When Maria becomes Mark, all gets solved. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, uh, this one is uh, only for a professional. If you happen to see a couple of French Bulldogs walking around in crazy get-ups, snag them. They're worth about 500 grand because they belong to Lady Gaga, her uh, dog walker. Basically was uh, well gunned down, believe it or not. He was out around 9.40 in the evening on Wednesday, and he's walking three French Bulldogs, all belonging to Lady Gaga. His car pulls up, two guys jump out, and they yell at him to give it up. But he put up a fight. He wanted to save the dogs. So these guys were not messing around. They shot him in the stomach with a semi-automatic handgun. Crazy. The thieves were able to get away with two of the dogs. One of the dogs got away from the thieves and ran back to the dog walker while he was lying on the ground. See how loyal dogs can be. Mm-hmm. If it was a cat, it would have just gone up a tree. Not even the owner. Right, yeah. Well, probably the dog walker spends more time with the, <laughs> the dogs than Lady Gaga does. Well, she's serious, though. A $500,000 reward. She says no questions asked. Yeah. Although I'm sure police... Oh, yeah, they'll have questions. have a couple of questions for whoever yeah. uh, claims this 500 grand. And it just goes to show, you know, pandemic puppies. Mm-hmm. Uh, French bulldogs are, are highly desired. Yeah, the, the theft of uh, animals is way up. During and they're time. saying, too, that these robbers, likely is, likelihood is they didn't even know they were Gaga's dogs. They right. were just looking at an opportunity to score a few thousand dollars worth of puppy. They just saw these dogs wearing a meat dress and said, that's... <laughs> That's unique. <laughs> people were uh, losing their mind online yesterday because uh, Hasbro has decided that uh, Mr. Potato Head is no longer a Mr. or a Mrs. Just going to be a Potato Head. Uh-huh. They want to have uh, the Potato Head be a gender neutral. And, of course, people freaking out because hey, when I was a kid, it was Mr. Potato Head and Mrs. Potato Head. Why does things have to change? Because that's what happens in life. Things right. change. Things evolve. You only imagine that, I mean, the only difference between the two of them were what, like a mustache and some lips? 
Yeah, and the mustache was on Mrs. Potato Head. She had to go to an esthetician. Get that thing waxed. Well, but I guess now you just buy a potato head, and it includes all the parts. Yeah. You get to put everything on everybody. (laughs) Right. Makes it more fun, I think. No, people were losing their minds. You know, I'm starting to think with the whole internet thing that we have to treat everybody in society like a seven-year-old. And every now and then you got to get grounded from it. I think think it has to be taken away. I don't think, honestly, as a society, I don't think we're mature enough to handle it. I think it's too much for our little pea brains. Right. Uh, Hey, it's not not just the internet. I mean, you look at what's going on uh, in politics, north and south of the border, some Mm. of the arguments that are happening. Some of the conduct, like south of the border, this Marjorie Taylor Greene mm-hmm. putting up signs in con- in the in the in outside her office. Yeah, there's only two genders. There's only two genders, and you know why would you need to put up a sign? Because the person she's in a spat with a person across the hall from mm-hmm. her who's putting up flags that are you know yeah uh, about equality. It's 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 reduced to a kindergarten atmosphere. Yeah. And while I don't necessarily disagree with you on on the internet uh, aspect of it, I mean, shutting anything down is just going to cause so much of a controversy that it's some you know crazy right wing agenda or left wing agenda mm-hmm. that that you know they're not allowing the people to have their freedom of speech and and uh, freedom of comment and expression. I, I think if anything, just take away all commenting uh, on on social mm-hmm. media. Right? You want to post something? Go ahead and post. But people can't comment on it. I just think when I say that we should take it away, it's because of all of this stuff that gets shared around. And I think so many of us are just so gullible and so immature and, and, and want to, you know, like I, I, I heard this thing the other day. I thought, well, that that really uh, is sad, but probably true that because of uh, social media and the Internet in today's day and age, we don't believe in government. We don't believe in the media. Everybody's lying to us, but we believe in Amazon. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, and it's interesting what people get timeouts for. You know, like we know a guy who's been kicked off of Facebook, mm. like, you know, how many millions of times? <laughs> because he just keeps sharing ridiculous memes and boobs, yeah, right? Right. You know, but if you share ridiculous opinions or ridiculous facts, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes they're labeled, sometimes they just sit there. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a bit much. Anyhow, people are uh, freaking out over the Mr. Potato Head, but there'll be something else by tomorrow that'll get them ramped up on something. Look, I I, I heard that people now are sharing the uh, theory that the storms in Texas are man-made and fake, that the <laughs> snow was man-made. For what purpose? For what, for what purpose? But people buy into this stuff, and they believe it, and they share it with their friends. Now, you were just mentioning uh, boobs, and I guess on Sunday night, during the Golden Globes, we'll try not to make a Globes joke here. Okay. There's going to be boobs during commercials. There will be lactating breasts live on television. Yeah, there's a company called Freedom Mom, and uh, it makes products for postnatal breast care. And it shows the hardships of breastfeeding and what moms have to go through with all sorts of uh, problems like leaking, clogging, and getting the baby to latch on properly. And supposedly in this commercial, there's going to be nipples, lots of them, including ones that squirt. So we'll see Sunday how many people are freaking out about that. Uh, do they have to put a disclaimer before this commercial? Yeah, you know, probably, maybe. 
I mean, again, absolutely uh, ridiculous that so many of us are stuck in kind of a age seven or eight mentality. I mean, they're boobs. Every woman has them. They feed babies and give us life. I don't know no, why we freak out so people badly. People freak about out about breastfeeding. Yeah. Right. In yeah. public places and that sort of thing. They just they get all wigged out about it. And a lot of it, too, is because they don't want their kids to see. I know, right? It's so weird, That's right? It's so like, strange. You know, don't want to see that, oh, this is... Because they don't want to have that conversation. But you know what? A child, and sometimes this is where children are so much more mature than adults. If if your child and you are walking through the mall and you see some woman breastfeeding her baby, you say... Well, that's, you know, that's how mommy fed you when you were a baby, and that's how the baby gets its nutrition, and it's the best thing for the baby, and it's it's an excellent bonding experience between mom and child. That kid will go, that's really cool, yeah. and move along. We, we don't give children enough credit that they get things that we get weirded out about, and yet... We'll let them play some killing video game. Right. We will have, we, we got no problem with our kids uh, playing a game where they're shooting other people in the head, but you see a boob. I mean, the Super Bowl still freaks people out. You know, when uh, when Janet Jackson had her boob pop out. Right, yeah. It's a boob. Yeah, whereas headshots are extra points on Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather reveal your salary or your weight? Which one's more? Well, I can tell you my weight is is much more than my salary. Well, it's been inflating more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one's been going up. The wrong one's been going up. Uh, it has often been said, you know, you shouldn't uh, talk politics or religion or how much money you make. Of course, in today's day and age, the politics and religion have gone right out the window. Right. But I think we still all like to keep the salary close to our chest. Well, I mean, I, I think it's uh, one's embarrassing for being too high, and the other's embarrassing for being too low. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm embarrassed by both. Right. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, I guess if you you know if you're making a lot of money, mm. uh, then it's just as embarrassing to reveal it sometimes because you just look mm -hmm. like you're you're bragging or like an idiot, and you open yourself up. Uh, to other people expecting more things of you too, right? You start oh, waving so. your cash around. People are going to expect you to wave it around in more situations. We're, we're very uh, protective, I think, of that. And for a number of reasons. And certainly at work, you don't necessarily want to be sharing that with others because you know people are going to get jealous or they're going to laugh at you because you, you cut such a horrible deal. Um, and, and it's funny even with families. Like, I, I don't think I ever knew what my dad made until I was uh, much older. Mm-hmm. Uh, I certainly have never shared that number with the kids. Hell, I don't share it with Maria. <laughs> Honestly, I think I, I think uh, for the longest time, I don't think I knew what she truly made. Right. Because when she was running her own aesthetics business, a lot of it was cash. So you know, be there'd be undeclared okay. money and this and that. Right. Oh, uh, she's no longer running that business, so CRA can settle down. <laughs> Stop calling. But yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't think we uh, we shared that number uh, with each other. You find out we the married, tax returns and stuff, though, right? She did her own taxes. <laughs> we, we uh, she had a guy. She never trusted me. Yeah, so it's just it's just something that you uh, I think mostly keep to yourself. And you're right. If you make a lot, and depending on what you do too, right? 
like if you're a brain surgeon and people find out you make a half a million dollars a year, I don't do brain surgeons make a half a million dollars a year. We go, okay, great. He's a brain surgeon. Of course he deserves to make that. Right, yeah. The opposite is in this business, because there's a lot of uh, people who make a lot of money, and the a- the reaction is always, you make that much for doing that? Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you babble nonsense for four hours a day, and that's what you make? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's rather insulting. Right. Yeah. Well, so. insulting to other people, too. <laughs> <laughs> Rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.